Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of VMware's Partnership Perspectives. I'm Kathleen Tandy, Vice President of Global Partner and Alliances Marketing at VMware, and I'm pleased to bring you the stories and trends from VMware industry analysts, partners, and executives. This week's guest is Ophir Abikasis, CEO and co-founder of TerraSky Group, a leading global systems integrator combining traditional IT with the latest cloud technologies. Together, we covered TerraSky's inaugural 2021 VMware Partner of the Year Award and how TerraSky's commitment to innovation at all levels is helping our customers develop and expand innovative technologies during the rapid digital transformation. We also discussed how the pandemic has accelerated the adoption of digital transformation over the last 18 months. Have a listen now. So Ophir, welcome to Partnership Perspectives. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. So Ophir, for those who may not be familiar with TerraSky, could you give us a quick overview of your organization, the markets you serve, how you partner with VMware, and what differentiates TerraSky from other IT and technology providers in your role as CEO of this amazing company? I will be happy to do so. TerraSky is a system integrator. We started partnering with VMware in 2010. We are operating globally. We have our headquarters in Israel. We have an office in Europe and we have an office in the States. And TerraSky is a system integrator that born from the data center and started to build solutions for customers based on software-defined data center solutions. And there we started to partner together with VMware. We've managed to utilize uh, some of the advanced solutions that VMware have around this uh, practice and uh, working with many customers to build for them like private cloud solutions. During the past five, six years with the dramatic changes in the IT market, uh, digital transformation projects and the transformation from data center to the public cloud, we developed our practice for public cloud as well. And we are working with many customers to build and architect for them their application in public cloud and in the data center. I think that also this is one of the key advantages of TerraSky as a partner for being able to develop and to architect a solution for our customers running in any cloud. It can be private, it can be public cloud, and the utilization of the hybrid cloud strategy for our customers is a key advantage. We are working with VMware as a, as a partner, as I mentioned, for many years now. We are holding all master service competencies that VMware have, all seven. We put that as a target for TerraSky because we wanted to make sure that we can deliver successful projects for our customers. We are trying to push to new technologies. We are trying to solve the big problems that our customers have and to connect that to their business challenges. That's a great introduction. So many different topics that I want to dig into. But first of all, I want to congratulate you on winning our inaugural 2021 VMware Partner of the Year Award. That was a global award. TerraSky won over every other partner around the world. And you won this clearly demonstrating excellence across the board as a top finalist in all five of our award categories, which was digital transformation. You've already touched on that innovation, life cycle value, and social impact. And TerraSky truly distinguished itself from all other partners around the globe. What does this award mean for you and for your company? 
When we got all the files for the nomination and we saw the categories and the requirements, it was like a perfect fit for Terasca because we built our company to help our customers and those categories exactly demonstrating what we're trying to achieve with them. So it was like a clear match. We are working with our customers for many years just to help them and create an impact on their business. So if uh, like uh, many years ago, uh, the discussion were with IT guys, just to speak about the uh, standard uh, IT challenges, now we are speaking with the business guys, and then we are trying to solve them their problems. So that pushing us to real digital transformation projects, we must innovate with our customers. Otherwise, we will not solve those problems and we will not be able to help them to build their new services. And I think the COVID situation just expedite many of the IT revolution that we saw with our customers. Uh, for us, it was a huge uh, success and it was an honor to get the recognition from VMware. We are also getting the feedbacks from our customers. And as I mentioned, the feedback is fully aligned with the award itself and we are proud of it. Well, you mentioned the word innovation around striving to make sure that as you work with the business groups and your customers, you're looking at ways to drive business outcomes through innovation. And in fact, one of the aspects of TerraSky's business that the evaluating committee, which by the way was IDC, we work with IDC to independently evaluate all of the applications. And they saw that innovation truly set you apart your commitment to technology innovation with your customers. And you were also recognized as the Dell EMC Innovation Partner of the Year. So innovation is absolutely in your DNA. Can you share some examples of how you are driving innovation with your customers? Particularly, I was really excited to learn about your app spheres, your cloud structures, and your new ops solutions, which truly sound like innovative ways of helping to drive those business outcomes. Yes, yeah, true. So First of all, all our awards that Terasky received from any partner that we are working with was about innovation, about technology, about excellence in performance of projects. Uh, this is something that we put like, uh, this is the goal for why we built Terasky. If you would ask me why we built Terasky, we built that for exactly for this reason. We want to work with our customers and to innovate together with them, to help them to solve like the big problems. You ask about innovation. so. We have many examples of what we are doing with customers, especially with the COVID that expedited many customers to run some digital transformation projects and move application from data center to the cloud, for example. So we build the practice around cloud native applications and we're helping our customer to make sure that all their customers have access to the services that they provide. So taking into consideration all those facts and working with them to take an application and to re-platform it and to be able to give an access to the customers and to build all the ecosystem around it. Moving to cloud native services requires different way of thinking. It's a different IT. It's not the same traditional IT that we are all familiar with. And we build a methodology around it. So many projects for a cloud native application take a, like a monolith application and restructure based on microservices adjusting all the infrastructure around it, like networking and security, how you protect that. We saw many, many, many discussions we had with customers about ransomware. Once they are digitalizing some of their services, it's all about that. So COVID also took us to many projects for remote working, for example. We saw innovation in the end user day-to-day -day activities. 
So how you can provide like a full environment for a developer in an high-tech company that needs to develop during COVID times. So it's not just uh, providing a laptop or a PC in the cloud. You need to provide like a full ecosystem around it. And once you understand that, and you understand the business and you understand the ecosystem of IT, you are able to think about similar stack solutions. You mentioned, referred to COVID, the pandemic accelerating the pace and the, and the interest. I'm curious, based on all the customers you work with, if you're seeing similar trends as I've spoken with other people across the industry, which is the shift to remote work was the first accelerated the driver. Then people are like, okay, we're living with this, then they need to optimize. Then it's expanding their security risk and their attack platform. So it starts to then feed into all the other aspects of their business. Are you seeing typical patterns with your customers in terms of what's driving this really accelerating adoption of digital transformation over the last 18 months? We see that in two aspects. So there are the people that are working within those companies, as you mentioned, working from home or remote working. And uh, there are a lot of things that you need to consider when you are providing to your employees to work from remotely and not from the office. That brings projects of replatforming applications or moving to SaaS or moving to cloud in order to be able to provide those services. And then out of it, you need to secure that and you need to make sure that it is connected to the CICD or to the production environment. And then you need to protect that. So that brings many challenges. And we see many, many discussions with customers. So those processes are being expedited with customers. We see also from the other customers that provided like B2C or B2B services, publishing their services in the cloud. So moving to the cloud, it became like, a, okay, we have a, like a millions of customers worldwide. We need to be able to provide them a service. Let's move the application to the cloud. How you do that in a short time? We had cases with customers that they had data centers, but they were not able to go into the data center because of the situation. So, okay, how we move workload to the public cloud? It's not that easy to just, you know, to move the data from one place to another place. Once you start thinking about doing that, what we are trying to achieve with customers is to build them the platform that can help them to move them in any cloud, to the data center and out of the data center in an easy way for the next time. We are preparing them for the next time. So building everything like as infrastructure as code and not hardened with hardware or in the public cloud, give them the ability to choose where to run their applications. All those discussions in early stages save a lot of money for our customers, provide like huge flexibility and agility for many customers that we are working with. I love your line, it's infrastructure is code. I'm gonna write that down because I think that is the way the world is shifting. You were talking there about helping your customers move across any cloud. And at the beginning, in fact, you had talked also about you're seeing your customers go to a multi-cloud format, which is absolutely right up VMware's alley. That is our vision of the future too. If you talk to Raghu, our CEO, who talks to customers all day long, they're also hearing is that, Customers are either starting to or they're absolutely planning to live in a multi-cloud world. And it sounds like that's what you're seeing as well. Typically, I'm just curious how many of your customers are already there versus interested? And typically, how many clouds are you seeing customers use? And what's driving their decisions with your guidance to use which cloud for which purpose? 
First of all, we started the business in Israel, our headquarters in Israel. And Israel may be a relatively small country, but in, in terms of technology, it's a huge country. And it's a country that's adopting cloud very, very fast. We have customers that are running in cloud for several years now. We have a lot of experience with that. So I can say that there are companies working with TerraSky that born to the cloud. So they started their first workload in public cloud. And there are companies that born to the data center and expanding to the public cloud. And I can tell you that this is one of our key advantages that we see all those technologies in early stages. And then we see Europe and we see the United States coming right after that, few years after what's happening in Israel. So when we are going to customers out of Israel, we have a lot of information to share with them. We are coming with a lot of experience. So we can divide that to customers that born to the cloud. And then we see after a couple of years, we have many discussions with them about running in multi-cloud environment. They want to be able to choose in which cloud to run the workload. And we also see something in the last two, three years, many customers that working with TerraSky to build a data center after they already started in the cloud in order to be able to run like a hybrid cloud architecture for saving money, like cost is a, is a discussion all around cloud, cost is a discussion. This is one of the reasons we see many customers running workload, sometimes in more than one cloud and sometimes also in the data center. Typical customer for TerraSky, 80-90% of our customers already have something in the public cloud. Many of them have something in the data center and we see for the like medium and enterprise customer more than one cloud provider in the organization. So they are looking for many solutions around the multi-cloud, how you connect all the environment to a multi-cloud environment, how, to, how you manage that, how you provision that. And it all must be like in an easy way and uh, we are developing and implementing many tools to help them to do so. I can see why you have all seven of the VMware Master Services competencies, because when you look across the VMware portfolio, I think you've covered just about every aspect of it. You've talked about developing modern cloud native apps. You've talked about a hybrid cloud strategy of working with customers for data onsite, moving into clouds and multi-clouds in terms of cloud infrastructure. You've talked about connecting that data, which is all about networking. You've talked about security, which is security. And then, of course, it's managing all of this as well. And then, actually, we haven't even talked about the edge. I'm curious. I was talking with Tom Gillis yesterday, who is the head of our security and networking group. And he said the number one thing that now, of course, he's a little bit biased because he is a security guy. But he was saying the other area that people are talking about is sassy. They're talking about the edge. Are you starting to see that emerge as also on your customer's radar? So the answer is yes. We see that, you know, we have many discussions with customers about Edge. We have many customers that are running like a big data center and some of them running like small data centers and looking for solutions for that area as well. So solutions like networking solutions and security is becoming an issue, a discussion with those specific customers. So we see more and more discussion about that. And we are trying, you know, with VMware to find solutions for those specific customers. Customers are looking for simplicity in the edge. They want to manage, they want to secure, and they want simplicity. Those are the topics that are interesting for them. And I think those topics are ones that are driving customers across everything, because if there's one thing that customers are grappling with today, it's complexity. It's complexity across all of this, particularly as soon as you start talking multi-cloud, 
driven by all the different apps and workloads that you want to move around. That is complicated. And that's why Terrace Guy is there. You're right there to be a guide with them. And it sounds like overall, one of the areas that I'm just going to guess that's grown for you is your whole area of advisory services leading from that business perspective. Is that a big growth area for you? Yeah. So we're doing a lot of uh, services with our customers. We started with services and then we figured it out that customers want us to take full responsibility for their environment. So then we started providing solutions for our customers. So customers coming with an issue or we are thinking about a solution for them. So we architect that. We architect that and we build all the required software and hardware and services on top of that. And then it is TerraSky proofed. Once we completed such projects, we can sign on those projects and then to provide support services to our customers. That also push us to provide like a managed services for our customers that we see mostly in public cloud on or SaaS services that we provide. TerraSky is part of the big bet programs that we will have. We are working uh, very closely with the team running the VMC solutions of VMware. And we have like huge, big references customers with that. We are trying to add more services on top of that. So we are discussing with our customers for generating uh, Kubernetes as a service for those customers, desktop as a service for customers, security as a service. So discussion about services, especially, you know, as you mentioned, everything is being so complicated and we are trying to help the customer to be focused on their business. If they are developing something, I want them to be focused on the development. We will solve their problems and we'll make sure that they will be focused on that. This will maximize their activities in their own business. Services, services, services everywhere is absolutely, I think, where the industry is going with the solution providers and system integrators working with customers. It seems that with all that complexity and the just the range of all the technology innovation that are available to customers, their focus, and you had mentioned how TerraSky is working with customers to focus on the business outcomes, like leading with the business outcomes. It seems as if customers are more interested, they're less interested in being about the technology. They're shifting to now, I just want to think about how we can use it for our business. I don't need to own it. And so I'm looking for where can I put my data in the clouds and where can I work with people, as you mentioned, to have people like TerraSky, just you guys run it, run it for me so I can focus on using it. It sounds like that's the trend you're seeing. Yes, exactly. This is exactly what we see. From the customer side, we see the discussions are changing. We are having discussions with IT that we never had. Like uh, years ago, we spoke with IT of how much capacity you need to the data center, how much more servers. Now the discussions are different. We also see IT people in strategic places in businesses. We see IT people that are managing uh, digital transformation projects. We see IT people that are managing business, being part of management and part of the boards, because I think that one of the good things that COVID created helped the business owners to understand how IT is important and what they can achieve if they are leveraging new technologies. As you mentioned that, I'm curious as to whether you're also seeing the lines of business play more of a role in terms of the customers that you're talking to. So we're definitely seeing, I mean, technology has carried a lot of us through the last 18, 20 months and has enabled us to continue to function. So it's actually, we've talked about accelerated the change. As it's elevated IT to those board levels, are you also seeing 
the trend of there being IT people embedded in the finance organization, the marketing organization, the HR organization, and our manufacturing for companies who have manufacturing. Are you starting to work with those people across your customers as well versus just IT? Definitely, yes. We have many projects with people in the organization that we never thought speaking to them. So we have projects that the core of the project is marketing. We have projects that the core of the project is HR. How we help HR to recruit more talents using technologies. So we're definitely having more and more discussions with business owners with the practice managers in the organization, IT supports that and IT is being part of expediting those processes. This is what makes the things very interesting right now. So we have interesting discussions. I can tell you that we are doing projects with customers. I can give examples of high-tech companies like development companies that in the steering committee of the project, CEO is part of the steering committee of the project because it creates impact on the business when their software will be ready, time to market, agility, access to uh, worldwide users. It's becoming very, very interesting and exciting. And that's what running more and more with our customers. That's great. And TerraSky is at the board level with the CEO. So it's almost more like a management consulting company steeped in, in technology. It's fascinating to see how this is evolving and great to see the role that TerraSky is having on the business and your customers. How much do you think the shift to software as a service or a subscription-based buying model is the desire to driving some of this? Or do you think it's a byproduct of it? We're absolutely seeing that trend too, as customers seem to want to rent. Everybody wants to stream today. People don't want to own the infrastructure themselves. How are you seeing that play into the conversations you're having with customers? So it's definitely part of the conversation. So it's not a byproduct. First of all, we see all the partners that we are working with moving to a subscription and consumption models. The world is moving to consumption and, and to subscription. And it also makes sense for the customers. Customer doesn't want to buy equipment. It doesn't want to build and the, the hardware in the data center. Customers want to rent, to use, and to stop using when they are stop using that. We are, as a system integrator, we had to adjust ourselves to those models because the only thing that matter now is utilizing the subscription, utilizing the consumption, consuming the services. We adjusted our teams and we created, we built a customer success organization within our company that this is the first and the most important KPI of this team. If we are working with a customer and the customer is buying a subscription or consumption, we want to make sure that customer is consuming not because we want to push that to our customers, because we want to make sure that customers are enjoying the technology and utilizing the technology itself. So it requires us to adjust the way of doing business. It requires adjustments on the delivery methods. And we did that. It affects also the business moving from a perpetual to a subscription and consumption. But we are fast and we did the changes immediately. And we are working with customers and helping them to consume those services like 24 by 7. This is our goal. So you have advisory services to help guide your customer for those business outcomes. You have ways to help them consume and onboard supply, And you have ways just to take care of it for your customers with the managed services that you're providing. 
you are on the cutting edge of the future of what other partners are listening to us because this is what it means to be a solution provider of the future. And this is how it's we're delivering value to the customers. We mentioned a couple of times that you have TerraSky holds all seven of VMware's master services competencies, which really shows that you guys have the expertise and capability, deep expertise and capability across the whole stack. One of the things that we're seeing with partners is that not every partner has competency across all seven. That is quite unique. I think you're less than 10 in the world that have that breadth of capability. So one of the things that we're seeing is partners trying to work together to find complementary skills. I'm wondering whether TerraSky considers or whether there are deals or with customers where you are working with other partners for other aspects of solving the customer problem and how you manage those relationships with other partners and other companies that you could collaborate with. We are doing many partnership with partners. So we are in favor of partnering with people. So I don't know if you are aware of it, but we also established a company with another excellent VMware partner, ITQ from Netherlands. Yeah, wonderful group. We built a company together with them. The name of the company is SkyTQ. It's a mutual company that together we identify that many customers are looking for support services for VMware stack. And we build an operation all around that. So we are sharing thoughts all the time. They are super talent company and we partnered with them in order, you know, to generate more services to our customers. In addition, we have many specific partnership with customers for specific engagement. So we have customers that are missing one piece of the solution. TerraSky can come and work together with them and to provide like a full solutions for customers. We are doing that in Israel, we are doing that in Europe, we are doing that in the States. We are very open for any kind of partnership that can generate more business and can together create like an impact with customers. I know that there are a number of partners who traditionally their attitude has been, I can't share my IP, I need to own the customer relationship. It sounds like your advice to those people has been saying, hey, this is an opportunity for growth, you need to be open. Exactly. Sharing is caring. I'm speaking a lot in many forums with VMware partners and we have many discussions with other partners worldwide. From my point of view, as long as there will be more and more partners that will have the same discussions with customers, it generates overall more business for everyone. And as we've talked about the degree of complexity, as we've talked about in the technology stack, we've talked about how fast it's accelerating. There is certainly enough work for everybody and opportunities for everybody to play. I think if there's one thing right now, there's a talent shortage around the world and people are having to share and pool that talent. With those seven master services competencies, TerraSky is clearly committed to talent and expertise of your bench and people in the organization. How are you managing, especially during this ongoing pandemic, to be able to attract, retain, and keep those critical members of your bench? It is a challenge. So we see worldwide a lack of potential talents uh, to add to organizations. I spoke a little bit about Israel in terms of technology. One of the reasons why we are a huge technology country is our military services that we have. Every person in Israel must go to a military services and we have many special units that uh, focus on computer science and uh, IT and uh, cybersecurity. And after three, four years, those people are going out of those units and they are integrating into the high tech industry. 
So I came from such a unit and many of our technical teams came from those units. And at the, at the beginning, it helped us to build like the fundamental, the technical fundamental of the company. We knew, we understood that the, there is going to be like a shortage with talents and we built like a methodology. We have a clear methodology how to enable the new talents. We invested a lot in that and we took that as a practice and it helped us to recruit more talents worldwide and just to integrate them into this program that we created. So it's a challenge that I know that many, many customers of us and many partners are having the same challenge. We understood that and with the experience that we have, we build that. I can tell you that it's not only the hard part to recruit those talents, but also to keep them in TerraSky and other companies, you know, because at the end of the day, we are working with the many high-tech companies, most cutting-edge technologies companies, startups, unicorns. The world is full of unicorns right now. And we need to do our best to keep the talents in TerraSky. And I think that this is one of the hardest things, but also one of the best things that can happen to us as a company, because it's like a cycle. We need to push ourselves in the cycle. We need to make sure that we are doing the most cutting-edged projects with the most cutting-edge technologies in order to give those talents the ability to, to see and to start using with new technologies. And this is pushing us to discussions with our customers. Innovation, cutting-edge technologies, projects, execution, moving forward all the time. It's a challenge and we are living with that on a daily basis. And we invested a lot to build a program to help us to deal with that. Have you seen, with all of the efforts, though, you're providing your talent to want to stay so they can work on cutting edge projects, because I think that's the number one thing that keeps very technical minded people engaged is getting to work on the really cool stuff. We see that in VMware, too. Everyone also wants to work on the, the new and the latest and the cutting edge projects. I'm curious, though, as the world has become more open to working remotely, People want to expand the talent pool. I've heard a lot of people say that's an advantage too. I can go find talent in places because they don't have to be located right here. Are you seeing that that's though increasing people trying to poach talent from TerraSky? Those customers who work with you and they're like, oh, why don't you come work for us? Is it making that even more of a threat? It is happening all the time and it will happen all the time. You know, I cannot uh, stop companies uh, approaching uh, our talents and we take that as a, it's a compliment for TerraSky for us being able to have those talents and we have talents in the company. We are trying to create an environment that bring uh, something else to our employees. And I think that in most cases, you cannot win them all, but in most cases, we are succeeding with that. And uh, you mentioned that it starts with innovation, it starts with technology, how we treat people and the ecosystem that we create. And this one is very important for us. We are now a global company, but we are trying to make sure that every employee and each person understand and connected to Terraskai's strategy. So we started like a one small family. We grew and we are one big family now, one global family. I love that. So we've talked about how the pandemic and the events of the last now 18, 20 months have influenced talent and the evolution of offerings with your customers. How else has it shaped? I'm sure you, as many other business leaders and CEOs, have had to figure out how to navigate remote employees, not having people in the offices. 
I'm curious as to what have been some of the top challenges you've faced as a leader of your company to help navigate through and how has this shaped how TerraSky operates as that one global TerraSky family? At the beginning, it was very challenging because we didn't know what is going to be tomorrow and how much time it's going to take. So in general, TerraSky, we are very transparent and very open with our employees. So people are coming to the office. In pre-COVID times, many people work like for, from customers and travel a lot. For us, after the first wave, let's say, the, the, the first shock of the COVID, things came back to normal in a way. We opened the office and the options for our employees to work from home, either working from the office. And we saw many, many employees coming to the office. They want to come to work in the office. We are working with customers. We are architecting solutions. We need to have like a fruitful discussions. We need to see people. We need to discuss with people in order to generate, to think. And I really believe in the, in the communication that can be created out of the screens. We see that also in the impact in the projects that we are doing with customers, sharing ideas, having technology discussions, having a business discussions. So from our point of view, TerraSky is, is creating something. It's like art. We are creating something. In order to be able to create that, we need to communicate. So we are communicating via the technology when needed, but we need to feel and to see each other. As the leader of the company, I, I'm not enforcing people to come to the office. They are just doing that because they feel that they need to be part of it. That is, the I think, one of the biggest challenges for leaders of companies going forward is you absolutely, I think, are spot on that the collaborative process, the innovative process with TerraSky being so focused on innovation, that the design process really thrives when you have people with those different perspectives being able to work together. And there's no substitute for physically being in the same room. Having a whiteboard, being able to build off each other's ideas and have that organically come to fruition, it just doesn't happen over Zoom. How we continue to balance, I think, that hybrid nature of letting people is going to be probably the defining thing about how we're going to be reading Harvard Business School case studies, future about how leaders did this and how companies like TerraSky did that, because I think that's going to be the biggest challenges of managing work. Definitely, yes. The key is find like hybrid models to work. It will not be like working from home or working from the office. And I think that we are humans. And we are tend to forget things. So my estimation that uh, like few years from now, like uh, two, three, four, five years from now, we all be back in the offices, no more working from home. Most of the leaderships that we are familiar with, they want to see in their eyes their employees in the office. We are not working in this way. We are working with KPIs with each employee. And each employee understands exactly what he needs to be done. And he just getting the work done. It doesn't matter if he's doing that from the office or out of the office. But, you know, we are a different thing. So for the record, since we have you on, we have you recorded in two to three years, we're going to come back to you, Ophir, and see if your prediction is true. If we've all forgotten about this in a couple of years, I certainly hope we can get back to maybe keep some of the benefits and the flexibility, but certainly I think we're all so hungry to be together. I look forward to in the future when I can see you in person as well. Wrapping up our conversation, wanted to a couple of fun questions for you. 
I'm curious what you are reading or listening to now that is kind of exciting you, helping you think in different ways and help shaping your thoughts for the future. Wow. So working in TerraSky in those years, building a global company worldwide, <laughs> I do not have too much time to read, but I'm listening. I'm listening and uh, reading between things. I live most of the time I'm in Israel, so politics, we are in a complicated area, but we are all in business and technology. All I'm listening to and reading is around the business and technology. We are thinking all the time what uh, to do tomorrow. So we are like all the time in a situation that it's clear and understood the place where we are right now, but what needs to be done? What are the next steps? So all the time we are listening to what will be next in the world of IT. This is what makes us uh, wake up every morning and, you know, think about the next thing. Well, so based on that, since you're spending so much time thinking about the next thing, what technology do you think is going to be the most disruptive for our industry in the next three to five years? So we discussed a lot about the business challenges and business solutions around cloud native. I think that people do not understand yet what does it mean and how much impact it will create on our businesses. So a simple sentence that being said by Vimor leadership, like any cloud in any application in any cloud that I'm connected to that sentence, and I really believe in that, will generate a huge transformation in the IT organizations for the companies that we are working with. Moving from uh, monolithic applications, from a VM, where VMware uh, dominated in the data center to a container creates so many changes around it. And I think that most of our companies will deal with that. Building like ecosystem and understanding what does it means to move to a container and to run the application in any cloud. You can connect that to the changes that are going to be in the storage practice and the data protection and security and networking. We are learning like new IT right now. There continues to be no shortage of ways to innovate. And we have this whole new frontier around cloud native applications. And I know TerraSky is going to be front and center. Now, Ophir, last question. I know you're excited every day about technology. You're deeply ingrained in innovation and how you can use that for businesses. What excites you most about the technology industry and the promise for business and the impact that it can make with your customers? We spoke a lot about technology, but at the end of the day, I'm a person people. I love to collaborate. I love to, to build teams, to work with my team, to work with companies, to work with customers, to understand their challenges. Because me personally and Teraska, as we build that, as we build a company, we want to create an impact. We want to solve big problems for our customers. And we build TerraSky all around that. So I'm excited about creating new relationships with new customers. I'm excited about understanding their business challenges. And I'm expecting about seeing the result of those projects that we are doing. One small example, we had a project with a customer when we build a cloud native application for him. It's like an AI customer, AI startup. When we completed the project, he sent us the result. The result of what we developed for him, the, the platform that we developed for him was like a robot 
that take a piece of what you wrote and just saying that is replacing uh, human services, something like that. So he sent us a video, the first video of this robot saying, thank you, Terrascari, for architecting the solution and being able to let me speak, something like that. This is a huge thing because you see the result of what you are doing. We want to create an impact and we want to work with big customers to help them to create this impact. This is what I'm working for. I want to generate something big. So, Ophir, it's clear about all the different things you're excited about. And I'm really excited to see how you're going to take your company forward and how TerraSky is going to continue to innovate in big ways to solve big problems with your customers around the world. Ophir, it's been a pleasure to speak with you today to learn more about TerraSky, the innovation you're driving, and learn more about the innovation that you're delivering with your customers. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure speaking to you. I hope that we will have more chances to have similar discussions. I hope so too, and hopefully in person. And we're back. What a fantastic conversation with Ophir. It was great to learn about TerraSky's customer success stories and how TerraSky plays a critical role in helping organizations move their applications and infrastructure to the cloud. I hope you enjoyed this great conversation too. To learn more about VMware, please visit VMware.com. To connect with Ophir, you can find him on LinkedIn or on Twitter at at Ophir Abikasis. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Please remember to subscribe, follow, and review VMware Partnership Perspectives podcast from your streaming platform of choice. For more information on VMware's partner programs, please visit Partner Executive Edge at VMware.com. I'm Kathleen Tandy. Thanks for listening and hope to see you soon.